You're listening to Youth Mike Booth. Youth Mike Booth. Youth Mike Booth. You are listening to Youth 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 Mike Youth Mike Booth. This is a creative writing podcast made by young and bright Canadians. In today's episode, grade 12 student and horseback rider Kirsten Andrews tells a story of the first time she was faced with a very uncooperative horse. Walking into the arena gives me such an exhilarating feeling knowing that every time I walk into one, I get to do my most favorite thing in the world, ride. At 13 years old, nothing in the world seemed more exciting to me than getting on a horse. I had only ridden maybe a dozen times before, so I was determined to make this ride count. Riding to me was like a treat, as there's relatively nowhere in Scriber to ride. I always savored every moment in the saddle. From the very first time I sat on a pony and was led around in a circle at the age of four, I could never shake how much I fell in love with being on such a powerful animal's back. As I walked into the big sandy outdoor arena, I could feel the hot sun beating on my back. It was one of the hottest days that July, making my riding apparel rather uncomfortable. My jeans were stuck to my sweaty legs, My feet were burning in my black leather boots, and my t-shirt felt like it was melting onto my back. However, the sweltering heat couldn't faze me as I walked up to the beautiful white horse I was about to ride. My boots sinking in the sand, I watched the other four riders as they approached their horses with the same excitement I had. Rufus, my horse, was a smaller horse with a bright white coat and a graying long mane. As I stepped onto the mounting block, I put my left foot in the stirrup and swung myself over his back. I noticed his ears were pinned backwards, which is horse for. I woke up on the wrong side of the hayloft. Oh great, I thought. I got the cranky one. I adjusted myself in the saddle and secured my other foot in the stirrup. As I did so, I noticed him huff through his nose and stamp his hoof on the ground. By this time I knew. It was going to be a rough lesson. All right, everyone, walk your horse on the rail, my instructor Rebecca yelled. I squeezed his sides with my heels and clucked twice at him to get him walking. Shortly after he began to walk, he started to shake his head from side to side. I didn't think very much of this because many horses do this. Then he started to jerk his head forwards, which would pull me towards his neck and throw me off my balance. He did this five times in a row before my hands started to callous from the leather rope being pulled abruptly from my hands. I finally decided to give him a good kick to let him know that he was testing the wrong person. Quit being a brat, I told him as I gave him a second kick. He must have understood me because he didn't try it again. Rebecca called to me. All right, Kirsten, if you're comfortable, bring Rufus up to a trot and do a few laps around the arena. So I gave him a good squeeze with my heels again and clucked four times at him. He complied nicely, so I thought he was done testing me. Well, I was wrong. Every few strides, he would purposely step quickly to one side and then to the other, making my body jerk to the opposite side and lose balance. 
This made me quite nervous because I almost fell off a few times and I began to sweat. It wasn't the heat this time. Once everyone trotted a few laps around the arena, Rebecca let us each try the small jumping course. It was a five jump course. Two jumps on the left side of the arena, about 18 feet from each other, two on the right side of the arena, and one directly down the middle of the arena. The jumps were not very big, about one and a half feet high, considering it was everyone's first time jumping. When it came to my turn, I almost puked. My nerves were pretty much shot. My first time jumping, and I'm blessed with this grumpy horse that I don't trust. I squeezed and clucked, and he started walking towards the rail. Once again, he tried his hand at being ornery. He kept turning around and trying to walk back towards the other horses, which frustrated me greatly. I gave him a good kick and he started to listen again. Rebecca called out to me, keep in mind this horse is a jumper and he really knows what he's doing, so don't let him get too excited. Wow, I thought. Thanks for the warning. The horse already had a mind of his own, never mind putting him in his element with a beginner on his back. As I walked along the short end of the arena, he kept trying to speed up. I could feel his mouth pulling on the bit, trying to get some slack so that he could pick up his speed. When I came close enough to the first jump, I let him speed up into a trot. I leaned towards his neck and his front legs folded towards his chest. He hopped over this small jump effortlessly with his back legs. We did this three more times very well, and I began to feel quite confident with myself. As we approached the last jump, he began to shake his head from side to side, but only very briefly. He took off once again with his front legs folded in and his back legs hopping over the fence. This time, instead of landing and trotting on, he sped up very quickly into a canter. I did not expect this, so I lost my balance immediately and just began to panic. I pulled the reins back hard, but too briefly, and he didn't even slow down. He turned sharply to the right, and I flew off his left side. I landed with my elbow in my chest and my face in the sand. He immediately began to shuffle to the side away from me, and I realized that my left foot was still in the stirrup. As he slowly dragged me sideways, I had no time to sit up and move my foot before Rebecca started running up behind him, which made things worse because she startled him. So he ran off with my foot still in the stirrup, dragging me a full 20 feet. However, it felt more like 100 feet. The further he ran, the more sand accumulated in my pants, shirt, and hair. I struggled to grip the sand as if it would help me. Flailing in an attempt to release my foot did nothing. I kicked my leg again and again and ended up flipping myself onto my stomach, which caused me to also get a face full of sand. Horse poop, latent sand. It was in my eyes and my nose and my mouth. Luckily, my foot slipped out of the stirrup eventually and he continued to run without me. I had sand in all places, like emphasis on all places. And I was winded. I got up and brushed the sand off my pants. By the time I looked up, Rebecca had caught Rufus and he was standing in front of me as if he did nothing wrong. All right, she said, get back on and try again. I looked at her completely flabbergasted. 
Did she not just see me almost die? I pondered for a moment. Do I walk away and never get on this demon horse again? Or do I get back on and potentially fly off once more? Any other day, I would have walked away. I was hurt and still winded, and my nerves had me shaking like a leaf. But there was no way I was going to let a group of people see me fail and then walk away like a wimp. I very cautiously got back on and once again rode along the rail. I trotted up to the jumps, went over them, and moved on to the next one. In no time at all, I finished the course unscathed. I did it! I didn't fall off! I said to Rebecca as I rode towards her. A wave of relief struck my body. I was shocked that I was able to gain enough courage to get back on the horse and try again. After my ride, instead of being fearful and reluctant to ride again, I felt confident and excited. I have fallen off many times since that day, probably about a dozen, and every time I do, I brush the dirt off and get back on the horse. Riding is still my burning passion and a million falls could never change that. Did you ever have to ride Rufus again? I was put on him three times after that in the same week. <laughs> and every single time, he he tried his hand at being a brat. So I don't think I ever had a really good ride on him. He was more of a teaching horse. He taught me very well how to control the animal and stay confident even when they're being uh, testy. I ride in Thunder Bay now, and I my favorite horse is Hansel. He's also a brat. <laughs> he also takes off on me. But the more he does bratty things, the more I learn to control him. And when I'm successful at keeping him focused and stop him from taking off on me, I know I've successfully learned something. Thanks for listening.